0: You are Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
1: You're listening to the Locked On Broncos podcast, hosted by Cody Rourke and Cameron Parker of Predominantly Orange, your daily Broncos podcast.
0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Lockdown Broncos podcast, your daily by-size podcast here at the Lockdown NFL Network, giving you the best news, coverage, and insight into all things Broncos related. want to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor of the show. I want to shout out Untuck It, Grip6, and Hotels.com. I'll tell you a little bit more about them a little bit later on the show, as well as our show whole sponsor, Blue Chew. We'll talk about them as we get closer on here in the show. Today's episode of the show, we're going to break things down. Week 2 of OTAs for the Broncos continues on, and Cameron and I are going to discuss some of the storylines and the Chris Harris Jr. saga as it continues to roll on. We were made aware of some new information over the weekend that we pretty much all addressed on Twitter, but we're going to keep fans that maybe don't have Twitter up to date on that as well. And how could the Chris Harris Jr. situation impact next year's free agents that the Broncos have on the defensive side of the ball? Because there are a ton of them. I'm your host, as always, Cody Rourke, NFL analyst and Broncos insider for the Locked On NFL. NFL network as well as CodyRourK NFL.com. Head over there today, click on the Cody Rourke TV tab and hit subscribe on our YouTube channel to be locked in to all Broncos and NFL related content. You guys could follow me on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL, and I'm joined by my co-host Cameron Parker. You guys could follow him on Twitter at Cameron Parker. P.O. Cam, it was a long weekend. We got a little bit of stormy weather here in Colorado. I don't know where everybody else is at. Obviously, with this summer uh, kind of system rolling in, and everyone say global warming, but that's not really what's happening. Summer's here. Tornado season is here for parts of Kansas, Oklahoma. I know we got a lot of listeners there as well. But hey, man, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good. Uh, the at least this last weekend, it felt like it was a jump start to fall, uh, based on just how cool it was. The weather outside, and not a bad thing. I, I, I think. Fall season's probably my favorite season because, well, football season's getting to be in full swing. And I not? It's the boys of fall, and and as we all know, the boys of fall, Cody, are coming back. I mean, there's there's OTAs. Denver Broncos have had OTAs. The rookies this past weekend had their rookie premiere. Uh, Noah Fant and, and Drew Lock. So I, um, yeah, so it's just it, it's an exciting time and starting to smell that that blades of grass and. Yeah, boys of fall are soon to be coming back.
0: I'm very excited about that as well. Obviously, an update there. Noah Fant, Drew Locke, there we're back at OTAs. Starting off today, Broncos returned back to the field. Week 2, they had a very productive Week 1 on the field. Joe Flacco got a lot of great work in. Rich Scangerell, the Broncos offense got to install quite a bit. The rookies are getting intertwined with the expectations of what it's like to be an NFL pro. So very excited to hear from some of these rookies heading into Week 2 of OTAs. What's changed from Week 1 to Week 2? The adjustment period for a lot of these guys is big and Noah Fant, Drew Locke both coming back this week after taking rookie photos over there at the premiere in LA but some Broncos news well I would say some former Broncos news that we're going to start off here with segment number one Cam is former Broncos outside linebacker Shane Ray signed with the Baltimore Ravens and and so I wanted to take a few moments here and we could both kind of share this here but going through and just kind of thanking Shane Ray for his time in Denver and here's the thing he got such a bad rap such negative publicity from a lot of people in Broncos country a lot of people in the, uh, the media The NFL community, just because of an injury he had to his wrist that required him to have surgery and he missed a lot of time and then it wasn't done right and he even missed him more time. So you already got people on social media labeling him as a bust. I really don't view Shane Ray as a bust for the Broncos, Cam. And I felt like what he offered to the Broncos organization, I mean, coming in and contributing to that Super Bowl winning defense, being an impact player, getting to the quarterback, him and Shaquille Barrett, it was definitely a rough offseason, I think, to lose both of those guys. So you kind of have to look forward to the future to see you know what other guys Jeff Holland Justin Holland some other guys what they can do to step up but yeah definitely uh Shane Ray want to give him a huge shout out for all of his time in Broncos country wish him we wish him the best in Baltimore
1: definitely an unfortunate situation i i think the Broncos did think very highly of him i really do and obviously the the past defensive members and and helping win a a super bowl is is something that cannot be overstated enough and, you know having a plethora of pass rush opportunities that that present itself you you, you really can't ignore that and back in 2015 it was Shane Ray and Shaquille and Shaquille Barrett that were key cogs of that both are now gone Um, Barrett's now with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Shane Ray is now with the Baltimore Ravens and I think the important thing we all sort of figured that Shane Ray would be headed to the Kansas City Chiefs you know, because that's where you know he was from. He he's from Kansas City. Played at the University of Missouri. I what I really liked though is he took his time, and he took his time throughout this whole process. It didn't. It definitely, like you said, Cody, it was not one that you know he probably would remember fondly in Broncos country. is not not something gonna remember it fondly. But he took his time, and he probably looked at a lot of teams. And there were probably some teams interested in him. But he chose an opportunity that, frankly, might be the best opportunity for him with the Baltimore Ravens because it's a it's a high class organization. It's an organization that can treat, you know, those players really well. And there's been some solid production out of that pass rush group in the past. And obviously it's Terrell Suggs as well. Uh, so yeah, it's I think the opportunity was was pretty spot on for for Shane Ray to consider the Baltimore Ravens as his landing spot. Well, and the thing that really kind of makes me
0: scratch my head a little bit, I I wonder why it took a little bit longer for him to sign. Now we thought the same thing with Shaquille Barrett, it, it, you know, free agency hit, and we didn't hear much on these two guys and where they were going. Now I look at 2018, and I'm not putting any fault on Shane Ray into 2018 and how things went with Vance Joseph, Joe Woods. They didn't really involve them in the game plan. Plan. they didn't involve him in their scheme or their ideas going forward and you know they were very outspoken about that and, and rightfully so Shane Ray can add that pass rush element to whatever team he goes to so whatever team is getting him you know with the Ravens they will benefit from having him and and I hope that he continues to take the next step in his career and push on and, and even have some more success down the road here And maybe the Broncos and the Ravens when they ever meet up again it'll be a fun little thing to kind of watch uh, go up against his former team you know so Shane Ray best of luck in Baltimore, but the Broncos now focused on going younger. Bradley Chubb, Von Miller, Jeff Holland, a little bit of Justin Hollins in certain packages. They have the right formula right now. They're going a little bit younger, but yeah, definitely it's going to be interesting to see how both Shaquille Barrett and Shane Ray's absence on this Broncos team, because we were so used to it over the years, is now going to be gone. So now we're looking at the new faces, and OTAs is the perfect opportunity to identify that as well, and Justin Hollands taking that next step to really make a name for himself. The one rookie we've heard so much Praise about continues to get reps at outside linebacker and inside linebacker. So he's going to be that multi versatile guy. Still has to work on some edges on his pass rush. He gets a little bit too far upfield sometimes on film, but he does have that speed rush element that we've seen that Von Miller has. So I'm sure Von Miller will take a lot of time alongside outside linebacker Coach Brandon Staley to coach him up and give him some pointers. But we're going to talk about something else coming up here in segment number two, Chris Harris Jr., some new information we were made aware of, and we got to share it with Broncos Country coming up here after the quick break here. But before we get that, i got to tell you about today's sponsor of the show. That's our good friends over there at Blue Chew. Now, if you're having trouble punching it in, while you're in the red zone at home in the bedroom blue chew is the lead block that's going to get you to score today now blue chew is prescribed online and it ships straight to your door in a discreet package so there's no more in-person doctors visits no more waiting in the pharmacy and best of all there's no more awkwardness they're made in the usa and since blue chew prepares and ships directly to you they're cheaper than what a pharmacy would be so right now you can get your special deal for Locked On Broncos listeners by visiting bluechew.com and you can get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code LOCKEDON. All you do is pay five dollars in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-CHEW.com promo code locked on to try it free today. Back here for segment two of Locked On Broncos. I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor of today's show, Hotels.com, for bringing us this show today. If you don't like that your friends are constantly booking trips and taking pictures of traveling, well, guess what? You can book your hotel, your own trip yourself by going to Hotels.com. Be there, do that, get rewarded. So with that said, we're going to jump into the Chris Harris Jr. situation a little bit more in depth. Now, Cam, on Friday, per a source that I talked to, and this le- this got leaked out too also by Nikki Javal and some ever Broncos reporters across. Across the media world, here is that Chris Harris Jr. is looking at getting a, just an extra salary raise this year. This is the current thing that's being discussed right now between the Broncos and Chris Harris Jr.'s agent. They're talking about increasing this year's salary. He's set to make seven point nine million dollars this year, last year of his deal. They're thinking about giving him a, a little bit of a pay raise to get him back onto the field to get him to fifteen million per year this season, which I know is frustrated a lot of Broncos fans and a lot of Broncos fans have been in my mentions saying that doesn't make sense. I completely understand, but from talking to a source close to the situation, it makes perfect sense right now with both teams, given the fact that, look, if the Broncos really wanted to extend Chris Harris Jr. long-term, now we're talking for Broncos for life, we, we go back to John Elway's comments, we're saying, look, you know, we're we're talk about it after the draft, that doesn't mean it's going to get done. That right there was the one statement that kind of set everything into a little bit of a whirlwind way before it needed to, and so ultimately, the Broncos initially offered Chris Harris Jr. uh, a little bit of an extension but they wanted to front load it with incentives and that's not something that Chris Harris Jr. wants. Chris Harris wants that $15 million per year salary range per year per season which he deserves that and guaranteed money that would be valuable. Front loading it with incentives would not be something that either side would really have interest in. The Broncos had that. Chris Harris Jr.'s agent said no that's not what we're looking for and so negotiation process continues on there back and forth here so it was later discussed the possibility of a pay raise which would bring Chris Harris Jr. back into the field right before mandatory minicamp hopefully if the two sides came to an agreement on it and therefore when you look at it from a Broncos standpoint for them the scenario is risky because they risk losing Chris Harris Jr. to another team in free agency a team that has more salary cap, more money to spend and you risk losing him to a potential AFC West divisional rival because the Raiders and the Chiefs from what I've been told if he hits the open market next year, he will be the top cornerback market, uh cornerback prospect on the market. He's gonna be the top free agent on the market regardless next season. They are willing to fork out the money for him. So expect maybe a divisional rival to Push out whatever check they can to maybe get Chris Harris Jr. So that definitely not something I think any of us want to see. But here's the deal: Chris Harris Jr. has given a lot of time and in his career has put a lot on the line, and he's done everything. He took you know undrafted free agent coming in, and took the hometown discount to kind of keep guys on the team to, to be able to afford some guys, and they went in and they won a Super Bowl. Von Miller got paid a lot of money, and then you started losing guys here and there. Malik Jackson went to the Jaguars, and then Aqib Talib was traded to the LA Rams and then the Broncos saw just how much they struggled without a really good corner now they did get Bryce Callahan don't get me wrong but if they just allow Chris Harris Jr. to go They're going to still find themselves hurting at corner, despite the fact that they have developing young guys, Devontae Bosby, as well as Isaac Adam. But right now, the current situation stands as is. Both sides are expected to continue talking today. According to a source that I talked to, the Broncos and Chris Harris Jr.'s agent will discuss a little bit more today on options that they have. And hopefully this is just money ball by John Elway to maybe give in. But I think ultimately, Cam, our goal that we hope for covering the team is that Chris Harris Jr., the Broncos give in, give him a multi-year deal with the money that he wants and fluctuates at over the course of several years so it doesn't affect the cap too much this year.
1: Maybe all this is, Cody, that that we've been hearing in in leakage and everything else is just leverage. And as far as conversations go and on the surface and, and for a deal to get done, yes, rework of this current deal and only this current deal makes a lot of sense but at the same time if it just continues to go on that that it, it it's true that he didn't want to be a bronco for life then you do have to you you yourself as an organization and, and the higher ups have to come to a, an agreement that this is going this has to get done and they have to find some way where where they can do a continuation off this deal and i think that that's why it's a little bit of a turnoff for me on this deal just itself. And, and I don't know, it just, for for me, it's, I just have a hard time. I mean, I, I understand completely and I'm 100% that he should be paid everything that he's worth. But at the same time, it's like, you know, if you're going to pay him, say that money for this one year, just go all out and, and just sign him to a two year deal that will add on to say a one year deal. You know, just something like that to where it, it will be, in essence, a. I mean, on the surface and what we see, it's a two-year extension, but it's a two-year extension off of, say, this year. Uh, that, to me, I would be a lot more comfortable with because of, you know, everything and him wanting to be a Bronco for life. But the NFL is a business. Everything is a business. And uh, it's just unfortunate that we've come to this point now with the whole Chris Harris saga. But I, I get it. It's all about it's all about, you know, being paid and everything else. And Chris Harris, he's definitely been underwhelmed as far as pay. He did sign the hometown discount. I mean, that was him. He he said yes to that. And I, I just think that it's now time for Elway and everybody else that's involved to step up to the plate and give him a multi-year contract extension. And that's what he wants. So is the hesitation, let's play a little bit of devil's advocate here, is the fact
0: that we haven't seen that happen yet with the Broncos, a multi-year deal that would keep him as a Bronco for life, essentially allow him as he gets older, maybe to transition to safety and continue playing for the team. Has it been the fact that maybe the Broncos don't want to extend him long-term? For me... That's where my real question kind of lies in. That's where my hesitation and my kind of concern lies in the fact that, look, if Chris Harris Jr. was so valuable to the Broncos, why not make it a priority of extending him? Why not do that around the NFL scouting combine? So per what I've been told, there's been some situations, too, where, look, you you brought in a cornerback, you're paying another cornerback on your roster and free agency more money than what you're getting now. To me, as a player, if I'm that player, if I'm that player's representative, I'm saying, hey, look, they just paid a corner in free agency more money than what you're going to be making to come in and play the same exact position that you're playing we need a pay increase and to me that doesn't tell me if i'm the player that hey they really value me because they didn't pay me before they paid somebody else i felt as if more so at the start of free agency If the Broncos truly valued Chris Harris Jr. long-term as a Bronco for life, they would have taken care of this before free agency had even happened. And once free agency obviously occurred, the deal would have gone into effect and it would have been official, but... That just didn't happen. So for me, I feel like there's some hesitation on the Broncos' side in terms of getting him a long-term deal. Now, we did hear from Ed Donatel, who said that he really does believe that there's a positive resolution in sight. Could it be the $15 million just this season for a race for him to play ball out and coach Fangio's defense, showcase what he can do to obviously – appeal and appease the entire free agency market next year very very possible but i I think for us if we're talking about a positive resolution cam i think we're talking about bronco for life multi-year extension but i don't know we'll see if that happens and you know we're going to talk a little bit more about what this whole entire thing has implications for for the whole entire team because look the next year The Broncos, once they hit free agency, they're going to have a lot of guys that they got to re-sign. We're going to talk about that coming up here in segment number three, how the Chris Harris Jr. decision will impact the Broncos, not only just this year, but next year. But before we get that, i got to remind you guys to check out Untuck It. This is a really cool thing where dads come in all kinds of shapes and sizes, and so should their shirts, tall, short, slim, or relaxed. Have you ever wondered why your father's button-ups look so long and baggy at the end of the day? It can be hard for guys to pull off a casual untucked look that isn't sloppy looking. So that's where Untuck It comes in handy. Untuck It is the solution that fits just right for you. Their shirts are specifically designed to look great untucked and you can feel comfortable at work or on the weekend. No tucking or tailoring is required. Go to untuckit.com and use promo code NBA to get 20% off your order today. All right, jumping into our final segment here on today's episode of Lockdown Broncos. I want to thank Broncos country for tuning in as always. But Cam, last segment we were talking about the implications of what could happen if the Broncos pay Chris Harris the remaining salary this year, allow him to test free agency, they risk losing him. And that wouldn't be the only potential loss that they could have because there are a lot of defensive guys that will be free agents. Now we take a look at Justin Simmons, Will Parks, Adam Gotsis, Derek Wolfe, Shelby Harris, just a few guys that contribute to this Broncos defense defense consistently enough already, and then Chris Harris Jr., you risk losing out on some guys, and and here's my thing, Cam, and I want to get your point on this, and I'm going to get Broncos fans' point on this, too. If you're an impending free agent, and if the Broncos don't extend or re-sign Chris Harris Jr., despite what he's done for the organization over the course of his career, still playing at a very high and elite level, do you want to re-sign in Denver because of that? I, I feel like, for me, if I go back to just my, my mindset as a football player, I I really value loyalty and the organizations that I've played for, I really valued loyalty to what they've shown me. And I wanted to feel the love. And we, we heard from Von Miller last week, talk about the fact that look, you know, organizations say that if you, you know, ball out and you do really good, that we're going to take care of you. Well, The Broncos haven't taken care of Chris Harris Jr. that well, in all honesty. They really haven't. On him taking a discount, he did the Broncos a favor. Now it's the time for them to return the favor. Things become a little questionable. But now you talk about Justin Simmons, another key guy in this Broncos defense, expected to have a major role this year. Will Parks, a guy who rose into quick stardom last year, more so, and a guy that really flew under the radar. He got he made a lot of plays on special teams, came in defensively, made more plays, and you know, I would say we would have saw more of Will Parks if it weren't for having a new coaching staff. He was being utilized really well by Wade Phillips, and they decided to go away from that. So ultimately, Cam, I'm looking at this whole entire situation. I'm looking at guys like Adam Gotsis, Derek Wolf. Derek Wolf, another guy too, that is, you know, wants to retire as a Bronco for life. So you have these players that want to to be Broncos for life but they may not be feeling the love what are your thoughts on how this Chris Harris Jr. situation could impact those free agents next season
1: one of the things that might be a very under underlying point with all of this and it it does fall strictly uh, as far as how they're treating Chris Harris and the good news that I will start this out with first is that John Elway has done a pretty decent job as far as signing guys to a second contract you know I, and and what i mean by that is you know they 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 sign him to a second contract and then it's really just that third contract that the potential contract that's going to maybe make the opportunity for them to retire as a Denver bronco that's where that's where we're at with chris harris i mean typically that that second year contractor second go around of a contract away and the and Matt Russell and everybody else, they typically do a good job with that. Whether it's the market value or whatever with it. I mean, they they usually get that job done, but in in regards with all of that, when with how this particular situation is being handled with Chris Harris, if it's not handled, right. If it's not handled, right. It very well could. And, And maybe this is me playing a little bit of a devil's advocate on this situation it very well could have a ripple effect on a lot of players on this roster, at least on the defensive side of the ball. Um, because if they see that maybe one of the more valuable players that is going to sting this defense a lot in some ways, like the loss of Damaris Thomas will, or or did, I should say, then, you know, a lot of those players are going to be looking at this situation like no job is safe. I mean, in, in all honesty, that's how it, Every every mentality should be in the National Football League. I mean, there's no job that's safe. But when something in particular like this might happen, you do start thinking to yourself, okay, maybe there, this, this job isn't safe. And in particular with how this situation, I'm looking in the future, has unfolded. So do I—I I mean, I don't know, but um, that's something that, as far as future players, you do have to have in the back of your mind. To me, that is the most concerning thing, though,
0: because I'm looking at—look at Chris Harris, look at Von Miller, the two-star players on this Broncos defense, correct? Yeah, yeah. So— The thing is, is Von Miller, you know, his contract's going to be up here in a couple years too. Will he re-sign in Denver if things aren't going that way? Now, I get a different vibe from Von Miller because he's come out and said he wants to be a Bronco for life, and and every little indication, you know, he's given 110% commitment to that. And we weren't really taking off, you know, he had a lot of great comments too. And I think the one thing that took a lot of people off in Broncos country regarding Chris Harris was towards the end of the year, you know, when when they were cleaning out their lockers, when the week seventeen finale against the Chargers were done and, and Chris was kind of he was asked a question about, you know, what what's the outlook on his future? And he says, Look, you know, I want to win. I don't have that much longer to be in my prime. I want to win and I wanna go win football games. And and so I think that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way initially. Could those comments there have impacted the way the Broncos view him? I'm not sure. So I'd say between the two, it's different, but the way that, Other players, like young guys like Will Parks, Justin Simmons, they look at a guy, and and look, Will Parks and Justin Simmons have said that Chris Harris Jr. has been so valuable to them in terms of their mentorship and experience and leadership. Chris Harris, Akeep Tlaib, TJ Ward, those guys, Darian Stewart, have been very impactful on those young guys there. So they're looking at this situation through a lens. They understand it's a business, but at the same time, you have that thought in the back of your head. Well, if this guy could do all he's done for the organization and still not get extended despite everything... What does that mean for us? And that, to me, is where the biggest question lies. And, and that's going to be the question of uh, the century until this whole situation gets resolved. And, and as we find out more, we'll let you guys know here on Locked On Broncos. But I, I think our optimism, the, the one thing that we're hoping for is that the Broncos, Chris Harris Jr., that the Broncos just give in. They sign him to a multi-year deal, give him all the money that he wants, spread it out over the years in terms of how it impacts the salary cap. And then, bam they can be happy going forward. And you can fluctuate the cap space a little bit based on, you know, potential free agents you're going to lose out on next season. If the Broncos have the right guys in place, they don't have to overspend money in free agency, especially if they have a lot of young guys contribute once again. So that'll do it here for today's episode of Lockdown Broncos, Broncos Country. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. As always, and as we part here on the show, i got to remind you guys about Body Armor Sports Drink. The berry lemonade is this month's go-to for the podcast. Superior hydration that keeps you going throughout the day as we get closer to summer, and it's a lot hotter. And then it features potassium-based electrolytes that are fueled by coconut water to help keep you in the game. So check out Body Armor Sports Drink. Try the light version because they are the first ever naturally flavored low-calorie sports drink on the entire market. They are the drink of the Lockdown Broncos podcast. want to thank them alongside our other sponsors, Blue Chew, Untuck It, and Hotels.com for all the love for showing us here on the podcast this week on the Lockdown Broncos podcast. Don't forget to follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Broncos. Broncos Country, send in your Broncos thoughts, questions, and more, and we'll answer them on this week's episode of the show. A little bit of a look ahead as well. We're going to have Your boy Q, host of Locked On Raiders, here on the show with us for a crossover episode series to talk about the AFC West, the offseason, and how everything just keeps heating up a little bit more as we get ready for the NFL season.